Lou Allen is met mij in die atelier en hij is van STBB. Hier die rechtsgeloom programma wordt met trots aangebied door STBB procureurs. Vervoer aanstaande rechtsadvies tegen bekostigbare tarieven. Schakel hulle op 021-850-6400 of besoek hulle by stbb.co.za. Neem kennis dat Helderberg FM of STBB procureurs nie aanspreeklik gauw kan word vir enige skade gelei wat voortspreid het advies gegee in die rechtsgeloom programma nie. Elke saak wat op sy eie merita hanteer word. Ellen, goeiemorgen, welkom terug bij ons. Morgen, Hendrik, lekker om weer te wees. Altijd, altijd lekker. Vanochtend praat ons um, oor bonds, and, and the topic is, I do not quite qualify for a bond, but would still love my new dream home. What other options do I have? Jan, um, this is a topic that I've really become very passionate about in the past two years, and I think, to say it's the point of departure, um, you know, if the ethos of your firm is to always provide good service to your clients, then then we need to be innovative. So it is, you know, general knowledge that in the past two years, um, things have been going tough for many South Africans, for many of the listeners out yeah. there with COVID and people are still coming back from that. So, you know, we've had to then explore what other options there are to um to just the mainstream mortgage bond. So I'm excited to to speak about that for a second this morning. Yeah. Um, you asked to just explain the, the, the mainstream bond mortgage application process. So when a purchaser signs an agreement of sale, right, they would in the normal course of business either pay the purchase price in cash or if the purchaser is selling his current property to purchase the new home, then there would be that subject sale. So um, is using the, the funds of the old home to purchase the new home. And then, as in most cases, the purchaser would apply for a mortgage bond from one of the mainstream retail banks to secure the purchase price. So how it generally works, you would approach a mortgage originator um, and they would then apply to all the banks. You'd submit all your documents, your bank statements, uh, and all your FICA documents, and they would apply to all the banks for a bond. Okay. Um, alternatively, what people also do is if, if you are making use of a private banker, the private banker would usually go and apply for that bond on your behalf. But that is, in short, simply put how how the mainstream application process works. Okay, so uh, please list all of the alternatives that you get to a mainstream mortgage bond. Okay, I'm just <laughs> going to list some. Okay. Um, so there are, of course, many ways to secure a purchase price, but this morning I will just briefly touch on two alternatives, and they are the registration of a private mortgage bond, and then in the second instance I'll briefly touch on an installment sale agreement. Okay. So, um, first and foremost, uh, a private mortgage bond. So, just as you would go to any of the retail banks that we know, you would sign. Um, if, you, uh, if you are approved, then you would pay off that bond in either 20 or 30 years. They'll give you a particular interest rate. If we are speaking about a private mortgage bond, then we're saying that purchaser still purchases that property we um, proceed with the transfer process in the deeds office, but we register a mortgage bond, a security bond, in favor of the seller. Okay. So what it means is instead of then owing the bank, you owe that seller. Okay. Um, yeah. and, and then obviously that seller and that purchaser will speak about 
um, all the specifications of that bond or the terms and conditions. We'll also draft a loan agreement, which um, which basically forms the basis of that um, that private mortgage bond. And then also most importantly to note in that case, so whether you then choose to, to, to have that for 5 or 10 or 20 years, that you'll be paying the seller. Um, if you wish to charge any interest, then that seller in, in whose favor the private mortgage bond is registered, they need to register as a national credit provider. I'm not, I don't know if I should say fortunately or unfortunately, but that <laughs> is unfortunately the, what needs to be done. So okay. if you are not registered as a national credit provider, and I know in all the ads that you play, you always say, this is a license, if it's, if it's be Yeah, registered credit provider. Credit <laughs> provider. So they, un, they need to register for that. So there is a long process mm. for that that needs to be done. Um, it's police clearances and, and a whole bunch of things, submit, uh, submission of documents. Um, so that is what sellers that wishes to sell the property to a purchaser and, they, and will register a private bond in their favor. They will just have to know if they wish, wish to charge interest, they will have to register as a national credit provider. And then between amongst themselves, they'll decide how installments will work and in how many installments that bond will be paid off to the seller directly then. If you have just tuned in, I'm talking to Lou Allen Stevens from STBB, the big small firm. We are talking about bonds and the topic this morning is I do not quite qualify for a bond, but would love to still own my dream home. What other options do I have? Lou Allen, what are the most important factors to keep in mind with an installment sale agreement? Um, J. Dub, so the Alienation of Land Act defines the installment sale agreement as an agreement between a seller and purchaser where the parties agree for the purchase price of a property to be paid to the seller in more than two installments over a period exceeding one year but limited to five years. Okay. So the provision in this act is intended mostly for residential purposes. So no agricultural land in this instance. The practical implication of this act is that an onus is placed on the seller to record the installment sale agreement with the appropriate registrar of deeds within 90 days from date of conclusion of the agreement. The title deed is then endorsed, which will prevent any further sale of that property, and it serves as protection for the purchaser. Should it then happen that the purchaser has paid half of the purchase price, he may insist on taking transfer of the property, but subject to a bond being registered in favor of the seller for the balance outstanding. And once again, uh, if you wish to charge interest, you have to um, register as a national credit provider once again. So I hope it's clear the, yes. the, the, the main differences between the two with, with the private mortgage bond, the seller and the purchaser can really agree to the terms and conditions thereof. The Alienation of Land Act really guides us as to what an installment sale agreement will look like. More than two installments over a period exceeding one year, but limited to five years. And so, main difference, we're not registering that property into the name of the purchaser yet. Yeah. Um, we're just endorsing the title deed in the, in the deeds office. But once half of the purchase price is paid, then the purchaser can say, <laughs>
Jy kan oor hierdie man weet waarvan hy praat, as jy enige vraag vir my laat weet vir ons 021-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-1-